Kari Frazier here at the Tech Economy Detroit 2014. Once again, on behalf of the Michigan Citizen and Detroit is Different blog, right now I have David Kirkpatrick, the founder of Tech Economy. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Kari. Okay, the question that I have starting off is how do you see technology affecting the families of people in inner cities like Detroit? Well, you know, the, we, the time we're living in it means that technology is affecting the families of everybody, whether they mm-hmm. realize it or not. I mean, in simple ways, you know, more and more people are getting smartphones, even no matter what their income level. And, and they're certainly, if, if you have access to the Internet, you have more power. If you have mm-hmm. a smartphone, you have more power. And I think one of the real challenges in Detroit is that a lot of people have so few resources yes. that they are becoming among the few people who do not have smartphones and access to the internet and that is a serious disempowerment for them Mm -hmm. that needs to be remedied i mean people need to get connected it's as simple as that anybody who's not connected is being left out of the modern economy and that's a tragedy okay kind of a two-part but i'm gonna answer start off with one one question what are you most excited about in technology today that you see can provide access to most people like the detroiters well you know the the this issue of empowerment, more or less, is the most interesting question for me, basically. And it's something that is, throughout all of our techonomy discussions, a key, key issue. And, you know, I think if you look at the central things that are happening with technology, both with devices and with applications and software, the things that are most exciting are the things that are most empowering. I think Facebook, for example, which I wrote a book about, um, is in, in profoundly important because it allows ordinary people, anybody, anybody, whether they're in Detroit or Guatemala or Nigeria or Vietnam, to be a broadcaster. I mean, you're a broadcaster. You're yeah. a professional broadcaster. That's what we're doing right here. But yes, really, Facebook allows anybody to do that You know, with, with the internet. You know, with, maybe it's in text, but you know, until Facebook came along, there was no way for ordinary people to tell a lot of others what they think about anything. That is a landscape-shifting change. When ordinary citizens using Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or uh, LinkedIn or a lot of other tools can basically tell a large number of other people what they think about anything, whether it's about, you know, a musician or whether it's about a political figure or whether it's about a a social issue, um, that is a big, big deal. And I think that is a huge, huge opportunity for society to move forward more quickly because I'm a big believer in democracy. So ordinary people with more voice are going to bring about positive change more rapidly. And I see that as one of the primary things that technology is bringing to society. And certainly smartphones go right along with that. You know, we're carrying around these devices that, you know, were supercomputers 10 years ago, you know, with cameras and recorders and, and you know, everything from a compass to, a you know, uh, uh, games and uh, mapping. And, you know, it gives us at our fingertips unbelievable capability yes sir now the flip side of that question is what do you see potentially the most detrimental thing that technology could impact these communities well I think you know there's a huge problem with jobs and that's something else we wrestle with the techonomy a lot which is that as automation and now robotics are taking away more and more jobs that people used to do and make, if not great livings, at least they had, they had some income. You know, we are really faced with the question of what kind of work are people going to do for money down the road? You know, and ordinary jobs like serving food at McDonald's, that's going to get automated more and more. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly we see 
you know, even things like hospital work is is potentially going to be uh, replaced by robots. And you know, once that happens, what are those people going to do? So I'm an optimist about technology, but one of the reasons we have techonomy and the, we think that people need to really be thinking hard about how government policy needs to shift is because even though people are getting empowered, they're also losing their jobs. We've got to deal with both those things at the same time. Okay, and then I finally leave you with this question. How do you see this conversation carrying over and continuing other than like through podcasting, but if I could go inside my community and I could stress anything as far as being something people should learn or grab onto or be a part of, what do you think that should be? Well, let's face it, if you're a young person in, in this society, the most power you can get is by studying programming and coding. And you know, if you have an ability to do math, and if you study what's happening in, in the software industry, you know, anybody can do it. There's online tools like Codecademy, the CEO's sitting right over there and he's on the program later this afternoon. It's free, you can go online and start learning about how to program. And if you do that, you're gonna raise your earning power, you're gonna, gonna guarantee that you have jobs in the future, and you're gonna understand how the economy's moving. So, you know, if, if you're a kid or if a parent, if you can push your kid in the direction of being more tech savvy, that's how they're going to be more affluent, more successful, and more powerful in the future. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for asking. Thanks for having me.